May all grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from, from Christ our Savior, who chose the way of the cross to spare us from condemnation. Amen. Crossroads. They're all there for us. We may move along from day to day easily, walking in the sunlight, enjoying the scenery, thinking life is easy, feeling at peace. And then it comes. It comes out of nowhere. A crossroad. A choice point. There we stand, frozen in spot, like deer in the headlights. Which way now? Do we go right? Do we go left? Do we go straight? Do we turn around and hightail it back the way we came from? What weights down each of those choices, down each of those directions we're faced with? Which way does our heart call us to go? Which makes sense? Which would be pleasing to God? You know, the answers aren't easy. A crossroad can bring daunting spiritual pain at times, and it can bring us to our knees. It can even bring us to destruction. And tonight, we have an expert on a crossroad choice of judgment. His choice is notorious. His name echoes throughout the ages. He's none other than Pontius Pilate. Welcome, Pilate. We're, we're honored to have you here tonight. Yes, and you should be honored. I have always been a man of authority. I'm used to having people address me with deference. I was governor of Judea for many years, appointed by the Caesar, and rather successful in my years of rule. If that's true, then, why has your name become a symbol of weakness and dishonor, especially among Christians? That was because of the trouble with that trial of Jesus. I was put in an impossible situation. I had no choice. No choice? The way we have read the story, you had several points of choice during the time Jesus was on trial before you. Yes. Yes, I suppose it all appears easy when you, when you look back on what happened. But I was the one who was there. I was the one who had to make the choice. I did what had to be done. Had to be done? Did you have to release a killer like Barabbas? Was anyone forcing you to make that strange choice? Strange to you, perhaps, but necessary for me. I was trying to find a way to release Jesus without causing trouble with the religious leaders, those devious, dangerous troublemakers who brought Jesus in the first place. I knew what they were trying to do. They were trying to use me to do their dirty work. They hated Jesus. He stood up to them. He condemned them to their face. He threatened their place of authority and their cash flow, I might add. But why bother? So why bother with Barabbas? I mean, you could have made the choice to release Jesus. You had the power. And have them run to the emperor with their story? Have them attack me behind my back and threaten my position? To be truthful, they had reported me before, and I was on a short leash with the emperor. 
I had to think of my place, my future. I couldn't risk putting my position into their hands. Oh, but even your wife warned you about condemning Jesus. My wife, what did she know? You don't understand the pressure I was under. Oh, sure, sure, I was at a choice point, a crossroad, if you will, but the choosing was not really up to me. What was I supposed to do? Go against common sense and risk my future by releasing Jesus just because I thought he was innocent? Wouldn't that have been the right thing to do? And you all stand in judgment of me? Look at yourselves. How many times have you made a choice that would make life easier for yourself, even though you knew it may not be the best choice or even the right choice? You compare us with you. Of course. Of course. What about the businessman who cheats on his income tax? Or the woman who tells a story about someone even though she knows it will hurt them? Or what about the, the, the young person who goes along with the crowd and tries the drugs? Oh, sure, they have pressure. They have to do what seems best in the moment. And of course... A little shading here, a little lying there. That won't hurt, they think. But is that really the same choice as yours? It most certainly is. And there are those who run others down to make themselves look better. Those who lie to improve their standing in the community. And, well, you all know the sins as well as I do. What about them? Are they better than me? Well... I guess if we are faithful to Jesus' call to complete perfection, we have to admit that we are with you in the bad choices we make. And therefore, well, we stand convicted. And you have a way out. I had to live with my bad choice. You don't. The same Jesus who stood innocent before me the same Jesus who went to the cross because of my choosing. The same Jesus who rose to give you life. He offers forgiveness for the failed choices, for the pain your choices have caused. You are given the gift that I never have. You are forgiven and free in Jesus. Pontius Pilate, you have said it better than, than any of us ever could have. We are forgiven and free. We're made new by God's grace each day. We know that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And we can rejoice. And I envy you that. Thank you for being with us today and for reminding us of that gift of hope. My friends, we, we have just heard from Pontius Pilate. We've heard about this pain of bad choices that we make in our lives. We've also heard about a hope that we have. So I want to take a moment tonight to just bow our heads in reflection, reflecting upon the hope that Christ Jesus has brought us because of the choice he made to go to the cross, because of the hope that we have when we turn back to him and repentance, knowing that he brings us forgiveness.